1170. The answer. San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Ding 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 is right, babies. Because let me tell y'all, I have had a day. I was about exploding dynamite. If y'all heard explosions anywhere when you, if you were cruising around San Diego today, it might have been me. Because let me tell you. I'm a nut about a few things, one of which is proper service because, you know what, I put myself through school waiting tables. Then I got into the sales career and corporate sales, and let me tell you, you don't get anywhere in this life unless you know how to give good service. So I am a great tipper because I know that there's no excuse for bad service, and I put a lot of expectations out there on my service providers because I provide great service. So that's the, as Snoop Dogg would say, back to the lecture at hand, I will get on I will get on with the hot topics of the day. But I had to vent a little bit because that's what I do. I am dynamite in a dress, exploding through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And joining me, as always, is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Even though people can't see me, I am doing. I am providing service with a smile. Yes, and you know what? I was just going to say, my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks, you know, always brings the great service. I come in, he's got it set up. He's got my whiteboard here with the guest mentioned on there, topics at hand. He's got it all set up. He's even got my books ready for me so I could. I'm not on a booster seat like Zuckerberg, but my laptop's on a booster. That way I can kind of say hi out there to everybody who's watching on Facebook Live. 888 344 1170 if you'd like to be a part of the show. That's 888 344 1170. It is Friday Eve, child. Ooh, it's been a week and it's been a day. Um, you didn't give me any sound effects, though. Hey, does anyone want carrot sticks? Get them out of here. <laughs> Do you think that really was a booster seat he was sitting on? They had him on something. You don't think maybe it was a hemorrhoid pillow? Ooh, it might have been that. All the stress and he stuff sure, going on? He sure, liked, he sure looked like he was sitting on something uncomfortable, you know, and the way he was drinking the water was uncomfortable. He was pretty uncomfortable. Um, although I got to tell you, I think overall in terms of performance review, I think the way he presented himself I thought was really creepy. You know, I talked about that. It was like very like, um, <clears throat> you know, di- different people. Somebody posted a picture of some guy from Star Trek The Next Generation. Data? I, ne- I guess. I never watched that series. I recognized the face, but I didn't know who the name of the character he was, was. Zuckerberg was acting very robotic. Yes. So. Okay. Um, to me, it was Stepford Wives. I do have to say in terms of his, how he responded, I thought he really held himself up well, um, because he was really grilled, not to the degree that Mike Pompeo was today. Now, Mike Pompeo, sitting acting director of the CIA before he gets nominated to take over at state, congressman for years, well-respected. We're talking about numero uno at West Point. Okay. First of all, do you know how hard it is to even get into West Point? Okay, all you media elites out there on CNN and everywhere else, you can't even, you're not even fit to work the entrance table, okay, when they come to, to uh, join up at, and show up at, at West Point. What do they call it when you, when you go in? in, in um, orientation day. You ain't even fit to work the orientation table at West Point. Numero uno. And what do they ask him today at his confirmation hearing? Did you hear this, DJ Karastix? Whether or not he thinks that gay sex is perverted. Now, I don't remember that being asked of Bill Clinton when Bill Clinton told gay people to keep quiet. Don't ask, don't tell is what Bill Clinton 
told gay people. I don't remember anybody asking him why he thought or did he think that gay sex was perverted. I don't remember anybody asking Barack Obama when he said, when he was interviewed by Rick Warren, <clears throat> when, he, when he tried to slyly say that he thought that abortion was above his pay grade. He very clearly did answer, though, when it came to same-sex marriage, that he thought it should be between a man and a woman. Nobody bothered to ask him if he thought gay sex was perverted. And what in the stink does that have to do with being Secretary of State? And oh, by the way, when Hillary Clinton was up for Secretary of State, I don't remember anybody asking her whether she thought gay sex was perverted. And oh, by the way, her position at that time on gay marriage was that it should not exist. That same-sex marriage should not be allowed under the United States. That it should be traditional marriage between a man and a woman. You're going to ask Mike Pompeo that question today. This is how far we have sunk in this country. Mike Pompeo... One of the reasons why he was selected for this nomination is because of the grave, serious threats that we face around the world today from an ideology that throws gay people off of roofs and strings them up off of telephone poles. And I really wish that Mike Pompeo, who I heard speak behind the scenes at a closed-door meeting at the Act for America conference uh, back in 20, 2016, I think it was. Yeah, because it was right before the family faith thing where, where uh, candidate Trump was speaking at. I heard him speak. I know where he stands on Islamic terror and fighting Islamic terror. And that was part of the grilling that he got today. He knows the threat that we face as a nation. And I really wish, because, and I know that he's courageous. And I know, well, you know that from the West Point. That I really wish, though, that the, the Republican Party would start being as bold and as brash, if not more. I wish he had said back to Cory Booker, I don't think it's perverted. But the countries that Hillary Clinton took 20, one country alone that Hillary Clinton took $25 million from thinks it's perverted, and they throw them off buildings. And oh, by the way, that's the same ideology that the left is importing into this country, because that's what Sharia is all about. And, and then ask Cory Booker, do you think that it's perverted to cut off the genitals of 12, 12-year-old girls with no anesthesia and a rusty knife? Because that's female genital mutilation, and that's what's being imported with Sharia as we in, invite in en masse, with no vetting, people coming to this country. And there are two forms of Islamic jihad being waged on us in this country, as Mike Pompeo spoke eloquently about in the the behind-the-scenes speech that he gave at Act for America conference, one of which is Islamic jihad through uh, shooting up Fort Hood by an army dude with Warrior for Allah on his business card, whether it's through pressure cookers, through the Sarnayev brothers, who we, who were, when the FBI was warned by Russia that they had been over at terrorist training camps. Uh, an, <clears throat> another way of Islamic Jihad is through taking down the Twin Towers, and another is through creeping Sharia. And you can see the effects of that in Europe, and I've talking about this for a long time. Katie Hopkins was just on the show. She said, warning to America, do not go down the road we are in. Right now, London is trying to literally enact knife control. They got no guns over there, but you know what? They got machetes, and they got a lot of Islamic terrorists running around uh, stabbing people, throwing acid all over people, cutting their heads off like one dude literally was decapitated on the street. Islamic terror has taken over Europe through two forms. One is Sharia through the sword, and the other is through creeping Sharia. And that is where it's forced accommodations. That is where you're forced to accommodate their religious beliefs, and they actually are setting up, and it's happening in this country, setting up. Sideline governments, we actually have 
at the time that I went to the Act for America conference in 2016, there was there was somewhere, and I'm going to have to do another Google search. There was somewhere around 40 something cases in the United States in which our courts were actually considering Sharia law in their judgments. It's here. We have in San Diego the on track to be the first school district in the country that is Sharia compliant. Mike Pompeo knows this. He knows. Uh, I posted an article on Facebook earlier today about uh, the, how the EU, the European Union, is telling Britain that, they, that they're not, their media is not to speak the truth, that when there's terrorist attacks to say that they're Muslim. We already have that here. We already got that going on here. You didn't hear any more about this woman who shot up YouTube, right? Didn't hear any more about that, the vegan, you know, crazy pedo woman. Do we know her religious beliefs? Maybe not because she's Persian. Maybe that's why we didn't hear her religious beliefs. It's immediately wiped off the page. Right now, uh, you know, the, the left literally, the question for Zuckerberg, and I can't remember who asked it was. I think it might have been a lady congresswoman who asked Zuckerberg if he thought that uh, Diamond and Silk were, were terrorist. And she was making a joke, but I thought, you know what, that's actually a serious question. Because to the left, they actually consider conservatives the greatest threat to this nation. And it is in terms of the greatest threat to their agenda. We are already way down the road towards where Europe is at in terms of the Islamization of this country. And Mike Pompeo knows it. And Mike Pompeo is the one that Trump picked to help stop the scourge of it. And that's why they're trying to block him. Shame on. I've got Morgan Murtaugh who's going to be on the show a little bit later. She's running in a uh, congressional race here in San Diego. She was uh, um, endorsed by the San Diego County Republican Party as well as Matt Gatz, And she's going to be here uh, a little bit later talking about um, uh, some of these issues. Um, and how it relates to San Diego as well as immigration. We're going to take a break in, in a moment, and we're going to continue the conversation about the deep state because it's all inter- intertwined. Because the deep state, they know that the greatest threat is conservatives. They know that their partners are Islam because what do both of them have in common? A centralized system of power with complete control over the citizens. So Jerome Corsi wrote this book about called you know uh, Killing the Deep State and uh, – uh, I can't remember the rest of it. Something about killing the deep state and saving uh, President Donald J. J. Trump. Everybody today, though, all the conservatives um, are talking today about <clears throat> really what's going on with the Cohen raid and how it's like Banana Republic, and it is full-on Gestapo tactics. But I wanted Jerome Corsi on the show tonight because you know he's a brilliant man. He's the one who took out John Kerry and swift-boated him. He actually says, though, that he still believes that Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are going to be the ones who are going to be prosecuted. So we'll see. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Jerome Corsi. And I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858 
858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Who else wants to discover how to invest in cash-flowing apartments without dealing with a single tenant? Join us for a fast-start, two-hour free training event and discover a proven system created by a landscaper who went from mowing lawns to controlling over 8,000 units. You'll discover how to safely invest in apartments using little or none of your own money. How to create a monthly passive income stream that will allow you to retire in as little as three to five years. RE Mentor, the experts in apartment investing education for over 15 years, will be in the San Diego area sharing this unique system. Be one of the first 30 callers now to get your seat at this class free. Call 800-505-6049. Investing in apartments requires little money down and low risk if trained properly. Learn the secrets from the experts at RE Mentor in just two hours. Call 800-505-6049. And be one of the first 30 callers at 800-505-6049. You have nothing to lose and a legacy to gain. So call 800-505-6049. Imagine you are the breadwinner of your family, working six days a week. You have three kids who work hard in school. You live in a small apartment, making just enough money to get by. Then the rent goes up. You just spent your entire savings repairing your car so you can get to work. This is the reality of many in San Diego. Every day they walk a tightrope trying to provide stability for their families. For 30 years, Habitat for Humanity has been putting God's love into action by helping families build and buy their very own affordable homes right here in San Diego County. Habitat homeowners invest hundreds of hours of sweat equity to help build their homes. They make affordable mortgage payments that are used to build more homes for more families. When a family has a safe home they can afford, it creates stability that is felt for generations. With your help, future Habitat homeowners can build a better life for themselves and their families. Visit SanDiegoHabitat.org to learn more. Our best public leaders are wave makers, able to combine smart policy ideas with a call to what makes America exceptional, creating waves of popular support. I'm Pete Peterson, Dean of Pepperdine's Graduate School of Public Policy. And for two decades, we've prepared wavemakers through the nation's most unique master's curriculum, combining rigorous study of our founding principles with the latest tools of policy analysis. Based at one of the country's leading Christian universities, our graduates go on to a variety of careers, from chiefs of staff on Capitol Hill to the Foreign Service and Intelligence Agencies to nonprofit leadership on issues ranging from education reform to homelessness. America needs citizen leaders, and we prepare them like no one else. Find out why we say at Pepperdine School of Public Policy, you'll see your future differently from here. Visit us online at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. That's publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. 
Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 if you want to join the show. Um, shout out to everybody watching and commenting on uh, Facebook Live. Somebody asked me if I could mime during the commercials. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I'm not, I've never been much of a fan of the mimes. Does anybody mime anymore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> DJ Carrot Sticks is doing a really good mime. I should make you come around and mime. I didn't even know what mimes do. I couldn't even remember. I started voguing, like from the old Madonna song. Well, joining me now is the one and only Dr. Jerome Corsi, who uh, was the guy. Uh, y'all know Dr. Corsi. He's the one who swift boated. Thank goodness. He he saved us from that John Kerry with his book, Unfit for Command, and he's written another best-selling book. The New York Times had to admit killing the deep state, the fight to save President Trump, is another bestseller. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Corsi. Uh, great to be with you. Thank you. Okay, so um, I was really surprised to see that you actually thought and actually are saying that you actually believe that President Trump uh, will prosecute – Hillary Clinton, and that Hillary Clinton and Obama will actually face justice. Everybody today is hysterical and upset, and rightfully so, over what has gone down with the Gestapo-like tactics and the blatant attempt to take down President Trump through crap like the Access Hollywood tape and Stormy Daniels. So to hear that somebody of your your um, brilliance is actually making that prediction is pretty exciting. Please explain. Well, I think, the first of all, the, the first phase of what we've gone through, and I explained, and you know, one of the reasons I wrote... Uh, <clears throat> killing the deep state was to, I wanted to show the smoking gun evidence uh, evidence against the FBI. Uh, when you read the book, it, it's pretty stunning, but the FBI had a, uh, a coup d'etat plan against President Trump, which was the using the Russian narrative to deny uh, Trump the ability to actually serve his term. I, hopefully, they thought impeaching him. And uh, I, I said, I've said from the beginning that's round one, and now Mueller has stalled out on that theory. Mm-hmm. That that theory is out of gas, and it's time for you know if you look at this like a chess game, uh, the um, opening is now done and Mueller failed to checkmate. Now the mid game starts and Donald Trump organizes for a counterattack and has a much greater chance of success. Okay. Um- there are some people that think that what Mueller has done through the use of the Southern District or whatever it is with New York, that he has potentially pierced, that he might have checkmated by potentially piercing the attorney-client privilege. Your thoughts on that move? Well, I mean, I think this is, this is uh, the whole thing is a thug move by Mueller. I mean, the, I've known Michael Cohen for years. He's a gentleman. He would have, and an officer of the court, he's, he's a lawyer. He would have easily complied with any reasonable request that Robert Mueller's special prosecutor made. Mm-hmm. This kind of thug tactic, you know, bursting down the door at 6 a.m. and seizing computers and other material, I think is going to be viewed as an overreach and probably on the Fourth Amendment, Fruit of the Poisonous Tree may actually have benefited President Trump. And I think um, Mueller went way overboard. Mm-hmm exceeded his authority and is going to be seen to have done a a search that is completely uncalled for, would normally be looked at as criminal. This is not the KGB and the USSR. We're not mm-hmm. Gestapo and Nazi Germany. 
Well, yeah, not to mention the fact that supposedly what they're going after is, is agreements between two consenting adults. I mean, you know, I'm not a comma JZ, but even I understand that if I sit down with somebody and we reach an agreement that, hey, I'll keep quiet about this, you know, if, if you're willing to, you know, exchange some moolah or some shoes or whatever, you know, from my silence, to me, that's a contract between two consenting adults. Where's the crime here? Again, there's no probable cause. And this has, what's this have to do with Russian collusion? See, this is the point when finally we realize that Mueller can only produce an indictment against some 13 wacky Russians who posted on social media during the campaign that the Department of Justice says had zero impact on the election, did not coordinate or in any way collude with Donald Trump or his campaign. If that's all Mueller's got, mm-hmm. then he's out of gas. Yeah. He's done. Well, let me... The matter of times he's put out of his misery. Well, how do we put him out of his misery? Because the second part of this, and particularly as you talk about getting into the next phase of, of the game here, they're in the match, whatever analogy you want to use. Um, you know, what's the next play? Because some people are saying he needs to just fire Rosenstein. He's got legal grounds to do it because you cannot be leading an investigation uh, in which you are a witness. He signed one of the FISA warrants. So that in, in and of itself is grounds to fire Rosenstein. Other people are saying, no, don't fire anybody. In fact, don't even speak a word about anything as though he's, he's supposed to just advocate, a- abdicate his, his right to free speech and just submit to the Gestapo state. What would you advise him to do? Well, Rosenstein may be able to be um, convinced that the best course is to recuse himself for a variety of improprieties, which I think can be demonstrated, and uh, allow someone else to be appointed by President Trump to oversee Mueller's investigation. One way or the other, I think Mueller's investigation can be brought in, can be contained without Mueller being fired. Okay. And the, the counterattack, which I think is about to start, it began with the appointment of John Huber, who is a U.S. attorney and inside the DOJ, but outside Washington, to do a, as it were, a special prosecutor effort in conjunction with the Inspector General of the Department of Justice, who has some 470 investigators. Now, we begin getting indictments. We begin getting out of this effort an indication there's a grand jury that's investigating what I'm maintaining is a coup d'etat, that's what I'm pointing out in Killing the Deep State, a coup d'etat within the Department of Justice. Uh, suddenly everything changes. Everything looks different. Mm-hmm. Um, Nunes, through threat of impeachment and contempt, finally was allowed to see the two pages some of which he has now said, the two pages that initiated the FISA warrants, he has now said that some of the, the, the few redactions that are there are warranted, but we still haven't heard what was in them. Have you? I still haven't heard. Okay, he was finally allowed to see it, but he hasn't said, you know, there hasn't been any response. What do no, you know? Uh, pretty soon there will be, and I think what we're going to find is that, again, it's clear the, uh, the Fusion GPS dossier was used, at least in part, to get these FISA court approvals to do electronic surveillance of Donald Trump's campaign. Mm-hmm. Now, Comey himself, who's, you know, out now on his big book tour. Mm-hmm. Um, you worried he's going to overtake you in the bestseller list, Dr. Corsi? Oh, <laughs> oh he, with all the uh, hard left sales, I oh, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to get, in, you know, 
an interview with ABC, NBC, CBS, they're never going to interview me. I mean, I may have written the best-selling book on the Trump campaign and Trump presidency, but the mainstream media is going to do everything yeah. possible to make sure nobody knows about or reads my book. You're not so going to be in the Oprah say. Winfrey book club uh, no, pick of the month, I, that's for sure. You're... I don't think so. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying about Comey and his book. Well, Comey, look, Comey uh, acknowledged the um, already under oath to Congress that this Fusion GPS document could not be authenticated by the Department mm-hmm. of Justice, mm-hmm. and yet he put his signature three times on a FISA court application to do electronic surveillance of Donald Trump's campaign mm-hmm. using, in part, the Fusion GPS document as proof of Russian collusion. Now, either Comey was lying to Congress or he was lying to the to the FISA court, and one one way or the other, that's a crime. Yes. Well, not to mention the fact that he also leaked. Uh, we know that he, um, you know, we've got President Trump's attorney, his office and his home and his hotel rooms were raided, um, you know, like he was some drug dealer back in, in Miami Vice days. Meanwhile, Cheryl Mills, uh, she was allowed to, uh, she wasn't even Hillary Clinton's attorney, but she was allowed to sit in. She was chief of staff, but because she was a comma JD, she was allowed to claim immunity and then help cover up evidence. Meanwhile, Comey is writing exoneration letters in advance. To me, uh, you know, what, what I question about in terms of this next uh, phase in which you talk about the counterattack is do we have enough of the right people in the Department of Justice under Jeff Sessions to actually do um, what, you're, what you're saying needs to be done in the counterattack? Uh, very quietly uh, today, President Trump moved uh, a military intelligence expert into the Department of Justice. His name was uh, Cohen Warnick. And he uh, was from General Flynn's campaign, General Flynn's uh, basically military intelligence entourage. Mm-hmm. And his job, this, uh, this new Comey Warnick's job, is going to be to oversee the uh, counter-espionage division of the Department of Justice and report to Comey. This is like putting one of the major uh, pro-Trump um, allies, very knowledgeable, uh, very sophisticated, inside the Department of Justice. Now, in the next few weeks, I think this is going to both result in uh, working with the Inspector General and showing the massive corruption in the Department of Justice and the FBI demands an outside prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't let the Department of Justice investigate itself. And secondly, uh, you're going to find that increasingly Comey and Mueller are put under investigation themselves, both for lying, leaking. I mean, Mueller played a big role in the covering up of the Uranium mm-hmm. One, uh, the Russian bribery scheme, which was kept from this Committee on Foreign Investment of the United States, or they may not have voted to allow Russia to get 100% of Uranium One. Now, mm-hmm. Hillary made $147 million on that deal. Mm-hmm. Mueller's worth $18 million. How much of the $147 million went to Mueller in terms of payoffs through board seats and other corporate goodies? Mm-hmm. You know, these yeah. are the kinds of issues I think that we're going to start seeing being investigated in the near future. Well, I hope we are, because that's the first time I've heard that, that Mueller got 18 mils. I mean, this is supposedly some, some you know... Um, 
cop, basically, is is what FBI is. I mean, these are special agents or they're law enforcement. How do you, you know, I'm in the wrong business. Dr. Corsi, I mean, clearly, if you want to, if you want to be, you know, Big Bang Hank and get in the millions, you just got to go get yourself some little supposedly desk job somewhere and start working some angles behind the scenes. And then, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders has got how many mansions? You know, he's never done anything but be in Congress making, you know, less than six figures a year. I mean, we, we really need some proper investigation going on in the corruption in, the, in, in this country at all levels in every agency. It's, um, it, you know, it, it truly has become the elites versus the peasants. Uh, the book is Killing the Deep State, The Fight to Save President Trump. And the New York Times finally had to acknowledge it's a bestseller, didn't they? Yes, they did. It'll be on the extended list on... April 20, number, I think, 13 of the top 15 awesome. on April 22nd. And it was a big fight to get this done. Well, congratulations, and I thank you so much for being here and just appreciate your work. My great pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dr. Corsi. Now, coming up, stay tuned in our we're, our new segment. Uh, we're introducing Candidate Corner because, you know, we got so many people running for office here in Southern California and San Diego. We have an opportunity to take our state back. You have known that state uh, cities here, uh, counties are pushing back against the sanctuary state crap that's going on. And a friend of mine actually decided, what did I say on last night's show? I said, one of the things that we've got to do to take this country back is we need to support good people that are running for office. So stay tuned. Because coming up in this week's our first candidate corner is Morgan Murtaugh. She's going to be here running for Congress. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order 
and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Y'all know I, I can complain as good as the rest of them, but sometimes you got to start talking solutions. Solutions in, in the form of ideas that you have that you want to continue to push out there to solve the problems, as well as to get active and get involved. So last night, as well as a couple nights, I think this week, we, we know we talked about and, and we really wore out, man. We wore that bone down, gnawing on it as to the issues going on. And I put it out there to you guys. What do we do to solve the problems? I said, I can tell you one thing that I think that people need to do. We need to encourage good people to run for office. And let me tell you, that is a difficult thing to do. It takes a lot of time, energy, support, money, and beyond that. And joining me now is somebody who decided to do just that. And it is none other than Morgan Murtaugh. Hey, baby, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, thank you so much for having me. And that was a great introduction. Oh, well, glad you like it. Uh, and she and she didn't even have to write it. I wrote it for her. Um, so tonight actually is our first candidate corner. I decided to start doing actually DJ Carrot Sticks. My producer decided that we needed to have a weekly segment featuring the uh, many great uh, Republicans that have decided to run for office. And it's so exciting for us. You're the first actually for this candidate corner. And I chose you because not just because of how amazing you are, as even at your age at 25, you have been in the business of politics in terms of pushing agenda and being a strong conservative voice. But um, not just that, I think you're right on the issues, and you've also gotten some really key endorsements, correct? Yes, I have. I was, I've been endorsed by Congressman Matt Gates, who, of course, is Donald Trump's favorite congressman. Um, I've got endorsed by Congressman Daryl Issa, which is also mm-hmm. a huge, huge endorsement here in yeah. San Diego. And I've gotten endorsed just this past Monday by the San Diego County Republican Party. Well, I, you know, when you got friends like that, I think you're in a pretty good position. Um, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. Well-deserved. Um, I want to start with a couple of questions because um, the last time I had you on when you announced, you just announced and, you know, you were really trying to get the game plan going and really and you your focus at that time was you really wanted to get to know the people in your district, which is 53. 
And I thought yeah. that was a great way to start. And you've had some events. I've had some people since you first were on um, had wanting me to get into some specifics with you this time. Mm-hmm. So let's start with immigration because we know that the San Diego County Board of Supervisors is supposed to be voting, I think, on the 17th next week as to whether or not they're going to join Escondido, Huntington Beach, Orange County, and other areas that are pushing back against Governor Brown and the sanctuary state status. What are your thoughts on that? Should the San Diego County Board join uh, the fight against sanctuary state? Oh, 110%, Andrea. The fact that this is even a conversation that we have to have because the the corrupt government, the backwards government that we have here in California is insane. It is the federal government's job to protect our national security. And this is not a feel-good issue. This is a national security issue. I actually had a border tour in the past I'd had two border tours the past couple of weeks with um, the chief liaison for politics here at, uh, of the border border patrol, and I've gotten the most enlightening tours. I actually wrote an op-ed about it in the Daily Caller for your viewers or listeners. Wow, listeners! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Morgan does a lot of TV. I'll just put it that way. Anyway, go on. Yes, I do. So I did. I've done a lot of, or I did. The, I wrote an op-ed for the Daily Caller, and. Honestly, the fact that the the amount of negligence that the federal government has at the border is insane. And I'm not talking about the Border Patrol agents. I am talking about the federal government in D.C. because these agents have been working in the worst conditions I I couldn't even imagine. Imagine going to work every day and being worried about illegal immigrants on the other side of the border stoning you. Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. These these people throw softball-sized rocks at heads. The agent who gave me this border tour was out for four years <gasps> on a traumatic brain injury. No. Because uh, I'm not even kidding you. And no one will talk about this. This is, a, this is an issue that, that happens all the time. Windshields are always being replaced because, because people are throwing softball-sized rocks at our Border Patrol agent trying to get across. And honestly, I, and the, another shocking statistic that was told to me is the majority, I'm talking San Diego alone, I'm not talking anywhere else, San Diego alone, the majority of the people crossing the border now are cartel and criminal aliens because mm. cartel controls the border. They control who crosses right now, right there. Wow. So, so the majority of people who are crossing there, I mean, there are family units, but right. the majority are criminal aliens and cartel. And we need to have infrastructure there for our Border Patrol so that this isn't a problem anymore for them. Well, let me ask I'm you glad. this. Excuse me for interrupting. I've only I've only got a of limited course. amount of time with you. I need to have you on like Sorry. a whole hour sometime or actually have you fill in for me sometime when I'm gone. But <laughs> I actually saw, um, uh, I was watching an episode of, uh, of The Revolution recently and Ann Coulter was on with a local uh, radio host here, Ian, who's a, who's a liberal, and he was telling Ann Coulter that the Border Patrol doesn't think offense is going to work. And I was disappointed by Ann Coulter's response because she said, "Well, they're government workers, basically. Of course, they're you know they're not going to want a solution because they otherwise they wouldn't have a job, kind of thing." And I thought, well, what a crappy response, Ann Coulter. I thought the Border Patrol endorsed President Trump when he was a candidate because they said the wall would work. What are you hearing from the Border Patrol themselves about a wall? 
so the Border Patrol, actually, they're saying that President Trump has been very hands-on and active on this issue. It's not just about one unison wall across the border. It is actually about working with the different Border Patrol units and different sections of the border and finding what they need in particular with regards with infrastructure, wall, what have you. So he was saying, like, in Texas, the border there, the border wall, in quotes, there would be, you know, a fence with barbed Mm -hmm. wire and a road. Just a road is all they need so that they can monitor it because there aren't people crossing over in the desert. Here, we need a wall. They need a wall Mm -hmm. that they can see through. And he was saying that this will help. I mean, yeah, we have three separate fence-like walls across the in the border and Democrats will always say, well, we have three. Why do we need another? The fact of the matter is there are holes in each one. They don't go all the way across. Mm-hmm. So people walk around. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing that happens all the time. Yeah. If something's in your path, you just walk around it. Right. Um, exactly. <laughs> last time you were here, um, uh, somehow, there was, somehow it came up in the conversation about you said you didn't always agree with everything about President Trump, but most of his stuff. And the question came back, well, what does she disagree um, with President Trump on? So policy wise, I, I agree with him about 95 percent of the time. I didn't think he, I don't think he should have passed the omnibus bill. He should not have passed that bill. It is a giant spending bill. It was endorsed by Democrats. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible thing for America. But on uh, on most issues, I do agree with him politically. I don't, however, agree most of the time with his tactics, mm-hmm. the way that he that it was the way that he does does and says things. That's the only thing I really disagree with him. So on. yes, well, that's like a lot of people. I even know a lot of conservatives that I don't. His style and, and doesn't matter to me yeah. as long as I'm more of a substance based person. A lot of people don't like my style, Morgan. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> we could disagree on style. Uh, last question, and I think that it's become more clear to me when I first got into focused on politics. I was I read the Communist Manifesto, and it was really all about centralized government and for me, limited government. It was a little too much economic based. And and I feel like the Republican Party's kind of made a misstep there, and we allowed the left to take over and start waging a war culturally and socially against us. And now, I mean, <clears throat> it is so bad to where we can see what's being happening to conservatives and the denial of our free speech and the suppression of speech, whether it's in college campuses, whether it's on Facebook, um, whether you know, uh, we uh, there was a sign, there's a sign up at USC that basically talks about um, you know. Uh, anti-white sign how could you as a congressperson help help restore the balance in this country and restore our free speech rights and in our individual freedoms in this social war i'm not sure if i'm really articulating the question but we got to push back for our rights we got to stop being bullied with a pc stick what are your thoughts on that i 100 percent agree with you on that and i i'm anti putting federal government in everybody's lives. I mean, I think the government is too big as it is and needs to take a step back. But in this case, this is something where freedom of speech, people's First Amendment rights are being infringed on college campuses, on public college campuses all of the time now. And so these college campuses get federal funding. So what I want to see is the federal government say, Enough is enough. The next time you get you get one warning, this is your warning, the us passing this bill. 
this is your warning. If you infringe on, if we find out that you infringe on students' free speech rights and you let it happen, we are revoking your federal funding. And I think that that will send a clear sign that this is unacceptable and should not happen anymore. Oh, I love it. It's kind of the same thing as saying, um, which I was disappointed with the omnibus bill itself in terms of continuing to fund, fund sanctuary cities. You know, the power is in the, in the money. You tell them, you're going to go with this sanctuary city stuff, we ain't going to give you any money. You want to deny people their free speech, you ain't going to get any taxpayer money. We're not going, you know, exactly. it, there's no such thing as government money anyway. It's the taxpayers. And if you're going to infringe on some taxpayers' rights, you ain't getting a dime. Exactly. Uh, all right. 30 seconds to tell everybody about you, how they can learn about your campaign and why they should vote for Morgan. Well, as you said, the power's in the money. I need all the help I can get. You can <laughs> learn more about me. You can learn more about me. You can read some of the op-eds I've written and articles written about me uh, on my website and donate all at the same time. It's Morgan Murtaugh, M-U-R-T-A-U-G-H dot com. I need all the help I can get. This is very much a grassroots campaign. I don't have the kind of money that Susan Davis has. So any dollar helps. Well, and I'm here to support you. Uh, and um, I guess I can just say I am endorsing Morgan Murtaugh for California 53rd. Thank you so much Thanks, for being Andrea. here. Hey, any events coming up that you want to tell everybody about before we go? Oh, yes. The Walk for Wishes is a huge. Uh, so the Make-A-Wish Foundation is a, is a foundation Charity, charity foundation that's near and dear to my heart and we are doing the Walk for Wishes. We are trying to raise at least $5,000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Facebook. My Facebook page is just Morgan Murtaugh and you can find the event on Facebook. I would love all the help I can get if you want to come walk with us. I know, Andrea, you said you were going to walk with me, right? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Maybe we'll get so DJ all- Carrot Sticks to show up. Awesome. All the walkers we can get, we're asking each person who signs up to walk to just ask their friends and family and try and get at least $100 raised for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Have a great night, hon. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Stay tuned because speaking of college campuses, we got another crazy story coming up about that. And then we also got a feel-good story involving the Marines. Semper Fi, baby. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half-off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM 1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private schools. Explore your options with schools like City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, and Heartland Christian Homeschool Center. Visit AM 1170 The Answer or call 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757, or am1170theanswer.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Larry Elder here. If you or someone you know is thinking about selling a home, I strongly recommend my trusted friend and military veteran, Realtor John Reeves of Reeve Point Real Estate. John sold 327 homes in 2017. That's one home sold every 27 hours. Selling more homes than any other agent means he can do so much more for you. In fact, he can buy your home if it doesn't sell. He'll guarantee it. If by some chance your home doesn't sell, John will buy it at a price acceptable to you, guaranteed in writing. How can he do that? John has proprietary systems and already has the buyers. In fact, over 4,000 ready buyers in his exclusive database. John nets his sellers nearly 3% more money, which means more money in your pocket. And that's why over 327 families chose John Reeves to sell their home last year and why you should too. Call John Reeves at Reeve Point Real Estate now. 858-800-HOME. 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 That's 858-800-HOME. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family, serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at BridalwoodInsurance.com. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. 
Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. At the top of the show, I uh, opened by talking about Mike Pompeo and his confirmation hearings today. Shame on Rand Paul and especially shame on John McCain, who has said that they are go- going to vote no on him. I um, have no idea because I'm not going to bother to even investigate why John McCain uh, would not want to vote for Mike Pompeo. But whatever the reason is, we know it's just it's ego driven. Uh, as for Rand Paul, we know it's because he's a libertarian. He doesn't believe in, you know, the use of the military by and large. And as though Mike Pompeo has shown any uh, concern, any uh, propensity to just want to take us around the world. He's former military. What Mike Pompeo was concerned about is the importation uh, of terror in the form of Islamic Jihad. And that's what I talked about at the open of the show. And there's two forms of Islamic Jihad. One is through the sword and the other is through Sharia. Perfect example of creeping Sharia and how we are creeping along the path of what has taken down Europe, of which has completely lost to Islamic takeover. A professor, full-time instructor at the University of Washington since 2006, uh, was put on suspension, basically um, put on probation because of mentioning that she was a Christian in front of a Muslim student. What happened was there was a discussion in her class. She teaches English as a second language, and there was a discussion about bucket list, and one of the students asked her what her bucket list would be Uh, When she retired and she said, well, I'm a Christian and my bucket list would be sharing God with people. Well, a Muslim student who a woman who shows up every day in class dressed in Muslim guard, which to me is akin to waving your Bible around. I mean, we all know what that means. It's 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 a religious symbol. So she goes and complains to the school that uh, she felt that it was an unsafe environment for her and she was being discriminated against. So in a classic case of her. Uh, the Muslim, in effect, demonstrating oppression and discrimination against a Christian, she goes to the university, uh, who is, I'm assuming, University of Washington is getting taxpayer money, goes and complains, and it's the, the teacher who is now on probation and her career is over. This is how it happens. And by the way, this is why Rick Santorum was correct when he said that the one of the first things that we need to do in order to fight the Islamic a jihad in the form of creeping Sharia. The definition of Islam, by the way, is is conquest. It's submission. Their goal is conquest. And what we need to do is it it is a political system first that hides behind a religious component in order to get control. They are using our laws against us. As this Muslim sits there openly wearing her religious symbols, she goes and complains to make sure that some Christian isn't allowed to display theirs. And they're getting away with it in this country. We got to put an end to it. And I love Morgan Murtaugh's idea. Cut the funds off. We need to start having some Congress people with some guts. Like Rick Santorum, who said we need to have them declared as a political organization, not a religion, so they can stop hiding behind that to get it over on us. Um, Some good news, though, came about today. 
remember and the the complaint about uh, one of the accusations against President Trump from the beginning was that he hates black people, right? Even though he was given uh, the I think the New York City NAACP award back in the day, I think even by Reverend Al Sharpton, Sharpton back in the eighties. Nevertheless, they're still calling him a racist, misogynist, name the ist, and that's what they accuse him of. Well, today. As commander-in-chief, he named the first African-American woman to be a brigadier general in the Marines. Hoorah! And if you saw a picture of this woman online, you would say she looks pretty dang fierce. So hat tip to her and hat tip to President Trump, who of course is a first. He had the first woman who ran a successful campaign for a presidential candidate in the form of uh, Kellyanne Conway, whose husband, by the way, did something crappy, retweeting something, you know, comparing uh, President Trump to Nixon. But nevertheless, she's quite a success. He had Hope Hicks, who was, I think, the youngest uh, communications director and as a woman. I think she was the might have even been the first communications director, certainly the youngest. Uh, he's got a whole string of firsts going on there in his cabinet. But, you know, it's not going to stop the left from, from continuing to push um, their lies and smears in terms of him being a racist and misogynist in general, but we need to not let whatever the label is they want to they want to throw at us. We need to not let it stick. We need to not let it make us feel weak because that's the whole goal of it. We need to push back against this, and we need to start uh, trying to use clever means, like Morgan talked about, through the use of our government legal means to start playing a little bit more harder ball. And we need to be a little bit fiercer in our comeback. We've got to stop letting ourselves be made to feel bad at some, you know, name somebody says, and we need to push back even harder. I was on the New York Times thread last night, and somebody said to me, you know, every time somebody slightly disagrees, you don't have to come back really hard. I said, oh, yes, we do, because we got a battle ahead, and I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night to wage it, 6 p.m. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you to my guests. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Tomorrow night, babies. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.